2: Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, this is our Friday edition of March the 12th. If you're hearing this right now, come out to Creed Fisher tonight in Macon, Georgia at Crazy Bull. If you love America, if you love outlaw country, also got a little bit of Jesus in you, then uh, you will absolutely love Creed Fisher. He is everything good that this country stands for. Speaking of everything good that this country stands for, on the line with me this morning is this bombshell, this dynamite. Uh, I'm just now getting to know her. She's a badass, all-around patriot. Uh, Miss Brianna, how are you this morning?
1: Good, good. I'm just waking up, man. It's taking me. It takes a lot longer to get, you know, ready these days. At 32, I'm telling you, it's not the same.
2: I know. I'm 33, and it literally took me. I set my alarm for 745 to be here by 9.00. I live a mile from my studio. I didn't want to go out of bed, bro. <laughs> I, I...
1: I'm telling you, I set my alarm for eight o'clock and I was just like, and I woke up at like 740, like ready to go. And I was just like, the one day that I have to sleep in because my son's with his dad, like the one day that I have, I can't even do. I think I was so excited to talk with you. I think that's what it was.
2: Uh, I love that you're lying to me like that and you're making it look fantastic. So you just, <laughs> you just keep that up the rest of this interview and uh, we'll be we'll be golden. Uh, sounds good. For the past couple months, ever since I started having people that were big on TikTok and everything do my show, uh, your name has been brought up to me several times. Uh, we're both Georgia, uh, I don't know what the hell I was going to call Georgians or whatever. But uh, we're both from Georgia, but people have said stuff about you for the longest and it just went over my head. I just didn't mm. realize it. And then uh when I saw you and my buddy Anthony, I saw a picture of y'all I was, Love like, that man. I was like, Oh, okay. She's real deal, she's not just somebody. She if if uh he's given her the, the nod, then she must be a badass. So uh, I apologize for not reaching out before. I might have almost missed my boat here with you.
1: Your audacity. I know, right? The audacity. Um
2: uh, mm. And in talking to you yesterday, just for the few minutes we got to talk, I mean, you got a lot of similarities between us. And uh, you just won me over, like in a snap of a wrist yesterday. Good job.
1: Thanks. You know, I tend to have that effect. <laughs>
2: right, well, you keep that effect up, and you will be golden when it comes to this business. So let's just uh, dive right in there. Start off yeah. and tell folks, uh, first of all, your social media handles, which everybody, it seems like, now is following you anyway. But just in case they're not. now
1: um, So my social media handle on TikTok is it's Brianna M. M as in Mason Jar. I was about to say my last name, but yeah, don't do that. Um, so that's my yeah, that's my TikTok handle. If you guys don't follow me on there, go ahead and do that. Um, And then my Instagram is the same, I think, but I think there's like underscores in between because somebody else has that name.
2: Damn so man. there's like, a, yeah. Uh, Well, how did you get started in all this? Like, What made you kind of start blowing up or or whatever?
1: Um, Well, I started TikTok last April. I think the same reason why majority of millennials did. Just everybody was in quarantine. And it was an outlet for me because I was still in such a really dark place of not not being happy with myself. Um, And I needed an outlet to just kind of, do something. I don't know. But then I made my first and I just did like random like sounds and all that. Nothing like crazy. And then I did my first political post. Um, I want to say in like July. I want to say in July. And then from there, I had so many people just women mainly message me and just be like, you know, you're the reason why I started actually looking into politics regardless of who you voted for you need to make an educated decision and don't just say i'm going to vote for somebody because i'm this party that's why i'm very careful and i don't ever say i'm republican i'm this i'm that i'm i'm conservative because i've i've voted i have voted for a democrat before based off of their um in their policies i'm very big on vote for policy and you don't vote for the party um but yeah, so then I started posting about my political beliefs and then I started posting about my, um, just what I've been through and, um, my divorce. And there was a lot of mental, emotional, and verbal abuse in my divorce. And a lot of women are scared to kind of talk about that stuff. Cause I think if it's not physical abuse, then it's fine, which it's not abuse is abuse, no matter what it is. And, um, so I think just making your, I just, I just, made myself relatable, you know, I think that's what it is, is TikTok is full of women that just have it all together on the screen. And I'm not afraid to go on there without makeup on crying because I've had a bad crappy day, you know, or my past trauma has just crept up, you know, and I think it's just, I don't know. I, I like to say that I got lucky on that app, but I, I don't want to say that because I do think that God made a way for me to be able to reach out to women.
2: Well and it's uh everybody like that people have a hard time understanding this concept, but it a lot of people think that you have to be a preacher to reach somebody when it comes to God. No. It's not I, I literally use the term warriors. You got warriors yeah. and you got preachers. Some of us are supposed to go through the hell that we went through just so we are become relatable to some people. There's some folks uh I, I love when I see the bikers. Uh I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not a biker. I would fall off a motorcycle in a fucking heartbeat. But yes. I love when I see bikers that love the good Lord just as much as any holier than thou preacher. And it's mm-hmm. it's some people it is so much easier to talk up walk up and talk to a sinner about God than it is to walk mm-hmm. up and talk to a saint about God because you feel judged, all this other stuff. So when somebody like you or uh, us, when we do our our thing, when it comes to that, I think we're easier to talk to. And plus you've seen our struggles and we can still show yeah. our faith. When you when yeah. you can walk through blind faith and you can still have that smile and that, that comfort around you, that armor around you of God, it, it shows more. I think that's what yeah. probably is super relatable.
1: I mean, the thing is, is that Jesus came for the sinners, not saints. Yep. You know, he called the Pharisees wicked. He called the Pharisees vipers. You know, and and I, I've all. I mean, I was raised conservative. I was raised, you know, in a Christian home, um, and I did stray away from that. For I mean, I was actually liberal in college for about two to three years, very liberal. I have redeemed myself,
0: however. <laughs> um, but
1: you know, it's you know, I don't know. It's just. I'm not about making my life out to be this perfect thing on social media. Like I still struggle with the trauma from my divorce still. And God love my boyfriend. He handles it so well, so well, because it's been a year and a half since I've been divorced. And, you know, it's just, if women would just realize that it's not a downfall to be vulnerable about who you are and what you've been through. I cannot tell you how many and I've been told don't put yourself out there that much. Don't put yourself in a position to where you could be vulnerable on social media because you don't know who could use it against you. I don't care. Please use it against me. Well, if you go Because this is my story.
2: Yeah, if you go ahead and you let your your scars be shown, then nobody can hold mm-hmm. that shit against you anymore. So like being vulnerable right. to me is is kind of a You know, it's kind of a backwards concept because more than likely if like uh, I share my story all the time about me going through a suicide attempt uh, like 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. And the first time I did it was when I was trying to like grow and I was trying to, you know, become a different person and take that negative and turn into a positive and take the bullshit I'd been through and help others. And I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, the first time I posted it, I was scared to death. What the back Oh, yeah. It's exposing
1: be. yourself. It's, it's putting yourself out there for judgment. Nobody wants to be judged. No. I mean, I still get judged. I've got, you know, X amount of followers on TikTok. And I still get people that say, well, you know, you kind of asked for it. No, no, no. I put myself out there. I never asked anybody to be a dill hole to me. Yeah. You know, but I mean, you take that risk whenever you put yourself out there like that. But I'll tell you what, I will take the thousands of women and men, too, who said I gave them the courage to, to leave an abusive marriage over the maybe one to 5% of people that are just like, you know what? You need to just be quiet and sit down. No, no, no. Mama didn't raise me like that no at all. I will continue to stand up for what I believe in a thousand percent.
2: Well, some people, uh, I use the term trauma bonding a lot. I love it between Mm. two people. Uh, but Mm. look, some people are, they own their trauma. Some people recognize, look, I've been through shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let it define me. I'm going to define my trauma. And somebody like you that has took that. Some people are just so uncomfortable when it comes to somebody being so open about their trauma because they can't deal with their trauma. And that's yeah. the only reason why they're like how the hell is this woman who's been through so much sitting here mm-hmm. with a smile on her face, moving on with her life, but I mm-hmm. can't I can't get over my stuff. So then they're going to hate
1: They hate it. I mean, and even still, like I still have trauma that comes up. Like I was up in Tennessee this past weekend for the ride along crew, which is a whole mess in and of itself. Um, And then there was something that triggered me. I mean, and I've been with my boyfriend not very long, about three months. And he is one of the most upstanding, just incredible men anybody will ever meet. And he's never done anything to make, to, to make me think otherwise, you know, and there was something that happened and it just sent me back sent me back completely. And I just completely removed myself from everybody for like two hours. And then he comes up to me and he's like, well, what's wrong? And I was just, I just let it all out. And it just goes to show you that even though like I've moved on from that stuff, that stuff still, it still sits there. The trauma from, uh, you know, an abusive relationship, it will always be there. It's how you and your spouse choose to handle it. You know, and it's so important after an abusive relationship for your spouse to be understanding that the trauma will always be there. It's a matter of communication.
2: The, the only thing, like, I can, I can really say, I've never been in an abusive relationship. Um, I, don't re- and I don't ever try to walk in anybody else's shoes, especially if I don't know mm-hmm. how the hell the souls feel. But let me tell you, uh, when you have somebody like you have now, that reinforces mm-hmm. those things. It's easier, I would think, it's easier to get over the trauma. But yes. you still probably, and I mean this in the best way towards anybody, I feel like we always have to have that weight of our trauma on us, though. Not like yeah. in a negative way, but as in a reminder way, as in mm-hmm. as in now you know, uh, I don't see this happening between you and your fella now from the stuff I've looked up on him too. By the way, Smoke Show, beautiful man.
1: Oh my God! God like, can beautiful. you imagine
2: the babies? Oh my God! Like, oh. I'm trying to find like a TikTok relationship like y'all. It's beautiful. Goodness gracious! But I uh,
1: God, he is—he's gonna make some beautiful babies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like Lord but, Jesus bless his blue eyes. But uh, I'm telling you, like you have to—if you don't have that constant reminder of the stuff you've been through. And the recognition of like if that was to come along again, now you know and you can protect yourself from it. So, yep. so always having that in your back pocket and that weight, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. And I think being reminded of it every once in a while is just you keeping your guard up as you should.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we all have past trauma from relationships, and it's it's very important to not bring that over onto the other person, if that makes any sense. Like. You know, Jimmy is not my ex-husband. He never will be. And I'm not his ex-girlfriend. So he can't hold, we can't hold each other to what our exes did. Like they're not that, does that make any sense? No, no,
2: it does. It does. You're you're not holding them accountable. You're not holding your present accountable for the sins of the past of your other relationships. Right.
1: Right. You know, but at the same token, it's like you said, it's like that made me who I am today. And that made me, you know, kind of, I do have some balls up, of course, you know, going through what I've been through, you know, for almost a decade, you know, it's going to stick with you. And I told him, I just said, Jimmy, it's not going to go away completely. It's not, it's always going to be there. And he's got some trauma from a past relationship that will always be there. It's a matter of how your spouse can kind of work with, like work with you through it, you know, and just reassure you like on the daily about it, you know?
2: Yeah. uh, I mean, it takes somebody really, really strong to deal with mm-hmm. somebody. I'm not going to say broken. Somebody's bent a little bit and I uh, broken. I hate oh, no,
1: dude, You can dude, You can I say ha- broken. I, uh, oh my uh, God. But I okay, like super glue couldn't have held me together. Like there,
2: there's, this, there's this thing that I really, really like. And it's uh do you know why it's called breakups? Because, what? because the relationship is broken. Yep. All right. So I don't, I hate the word broken. We're, oh. we're, we're bent. We're a little damaged. We got some dents and dings, but we're not broken. Uh, so I hate it. it's just one of these things like it's not a trigger word or anything but it says you're not a yeah. broken person because if you was broken you wouldn't be the badass that you are inspiring others today so even with the trauma and bullshit you've been through you, you might have been got some dents and dings but you you're fine definitely not broken uh, but when it comes to stuff like this it it helps so many people the way that you have took that negative and turned it into a positive. I know the women that have reached out to me because of you. Now Mm -hmm. I understand why after looking back through some of your stuff, you're very inspirational.
1: And you know, it's crazy. I I was talking to, I can't remember who I was talking to. My mom, I was talking to my mom about it. And my mom didn't really understand the whole TikTok thing. And at first she was, and my mom's listening. She probably is. Hey, mom, love you. Um, She, she didn't get the whole TikTok thing. She was like, it's not real. It's not a real thing. And I was just like, it is real to people. It is real to some people thousand percent like this is their outlet you know and then it took we were out in my hometown and it took a couple people coming up and recognizing me for my mom to be like oh my god like this is a thing you know like this is real to people like she really inspires people and you know and it's just crazy because I'm i so it still is weird to me when people come up to me and know who I am because I don't think that I'm it sounds so but I don't think that I'm some body to be recognized on that level in a way like I still like I live in a two-bedroom apartment in you know North Georgia and I'm sitting here just like trying to make sure my cat doesn't get in you know the frame or anything like like I'm so normal but I mean my god if I could I can't even tell you how many messages I get from women and men that are just like you know you've inspired me you've this you've that and I'm just like I'm just I'm just putting my life out there. So if there's anybody out there that is struggling with like, well, I don't know if I should share my story. My God, do it, do it. Because you have no idea the impact that you could possibly have on somebody. I never thought in a million years that I would have the following that I do on an app at all, you know, but here I am and I've made some of the best friends I could ever ask for. And, you know i've i've talked to women and men that are just like i never would have gotten the courage to have left this relationship or voice my opinion about politics or i was about to vote for somebody that should not be in office but i voted for somebody you know that <laughs> uh, we all love that man so much um and not really but they were just like you know i never would have voted for somebody if if it wasn't for you because I've always just voted blue just because that's the state that I live in. or That's how I was raised.
2: Well, when it it comes to voting people, and we talk about it all the time with several different folks to get on the show. I'm sure me and Anthony have talked about this, but at some point in time we quit voting because of who somebody was, but we started voting because of what party they were in. And, Mm -hmm. and like, I, 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 I am no longer a conservative. I'm damn sure not a liberal. From now on, the rest of my life, I'm independent. And I, yep. I like, and people get on my ass about this all the time. But in, in 2016, I did not think right off the bat that Trump was going to be what we needed. I wanted Ben Carson. Oh, I knew, oh I no, wanted,
1: I knew Trump was going to, oh, I knew Trump was going to be daddy from day one. I knew it.
2: <laughs> I knew it. I was late to that one. I was late because I wanted Ben Carson to get the Republican nod back then. <laughs> And he mm. didn't. But then Trump, he, he does what Trump did. He he owned it. And he owned and all, all of his flaws ever. and everything. And I, I love him forever. And uh, I know there's a whole lot of still conspiracy theorists out there. And I like conspiracy theories as much as Oh, my person. God. I
1: thrive on conspiracy and theories. I thrive.
2: You'll have to uh, one day whenever, because me and Barbie and uh, Anthony got into it a little bit. We'll all have to do one. And, uh,
1: oh it, it, it we would me. never get anything done. We would not get anything done.
2: That's fine. It'll be good entertainment. Us just bullshitting around for however long. But, uh, mm-hmm. I really dig what you said right there though, about how you've helped people not change their mind, but it's like some people, they, all they watch is what's in the news and they do yeah. not research themselves Mm-mm. And people like you that all of a sudden just pop up and it's like, okay, this girl's saying something that makes sense. I need to go mm-hmm. research it. That drives mm-hmm. other people to become fact checkers, even though most of them mm-hmm. suck at it. Uh, mm-hmm. But they need to dive in and they need to see the stuff for themselves. You're one of the people that are helping others realize, you know what, I can't just vote anymore because of the party they're in.
1: Yep. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, there's, I mean, there's some views that conservatives have that I don't agree with. I, I mean, I really don't. I don't think that the government should have any say in what a woman can do with her body. I'm one, whatsoever.
2: That, I'm one of those that actually, uh me being from the deep south and being a male, most people are blown away by this. I 100% agree with it. I don't want to tell you what to do with your body. I don't. Right. But at the
1: same token, at the same token if a woman's going to have that opinion, she better not go to that man for child support if she decides to keep that child.
2: I love you. I say it she all the time. Better not. I say it all the time. And I'm and not in any way, shape, or form on any type of child support. But you're right. If a man's if a woman's not gonna give a man an uh, option in that situation, then there shouldn't be an after fact to where he's on the rest of his life.
1: Yep. Like you don't ooh, that that that's a topic that I will talk about for 10 and a half days. Like me, you me and you're gonna go, be real you...
2: good friends.
1: If you are going to sit there and be like, it's not your choice. Okay, well, if you didn't give that man a choice of whether or not that baby wants to get here. First of all, you're both adults and you both laid down, stood up, bit whatever, whatever you did to get that child here. You better not go to him and demand child support. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't be that woman. But, um, I mean, there's, I mean, there's some conservatives that don't like the fact that I believe that. I mean, do I agree with. You know, terminating a pregnancy. Absolutely not. I don't. I believe that if God wanted that child here, then he
2: three.
1: I mean, if God wanted that child to be here, he would make it a way for that child to be here. If he didn't want that child to be here, he would be like, nope, not going to happen.
2: Uh, you know, so. I'm, I'm the same exact way. I don't think the good Lord makes mistakes. I think we do. Nope. And sometimes yep. we're just too stupid to get out of our own way and see the signs that the good Lord or the universe, whatever you believe in, is throwing at you. And mm-hmm. that's just one of those. I, I don't I don't want to see kids like uh, abortions or whatever. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's still not my right. Like I, yeah. I, unless I'm in that situation, nope. I don't want I mean, to be part the of thing,
1: it. But the thing is, is that, I don't know, like, that's where I kind of like go back and forth a little bit where, you know, feel like, well, men shouldn't have any right. To, that's just as much his kid as it is yours, because without him there would be no that child, exactly. you know? So it's like, I don't know. A lot of conservatives do not agree with me on that. And that's fine. You don't have to agree with me on anything, but just know that it is my opinion and I'm entitled to my opinion,
2: but just like
1: you are entitled to be wrong. Exactly.
2: (laughs) But see, that's what like a lot of folks don't get when it comes to people like me and you is we might consider ourselves one thing, but it doesn't mean that we're completely shying away from everything that the opposite side believes. It's not that Mm -hmm. we're taking the good from both sides and we're trying to mix them together into our own lifestyle. That's Mm -hmm. why I don't like this. I don't it's not that I don't like to turn conservative but mm-hmm. if you say conservative you get put into a box that's 1000%. That's why I say independent now because there's certain shit uh I'm all I've got a bunch of gay friends love them to death I'm all Oh my
1: god Anthony I, is exactly. one of my best friends ever. and my I mean my my younger brother's gay my uncle's gay I mean and the thing is it's like marry who you want to marry. I do not care. It does not affect me at the end of the day, at the end of this life, that is up to God to determine what happens with you.
2: Yeah. I believe that. uh, I I believe that. do not care who you marry. I believe that it says that the good Lord died for all of our sins, not just some of them. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that. Yep. Our sins aren't the same. So how the fuck am Mm -hmm. I going to judge you off your sins?
1: And the thing is, is that everybody wants to put different levels of, you know, what sin is greater than the other. It says, black and white there's no sin greater than the other you going and cheating on somebody is the same exact thing as you stealing a piece of bubble gum yep it is the exact same thing so i i i believe that that you know gays trans bi, whatever you should be able to marry whoever you want to marry and i mean first of all the government should have no say so in in marriage no involvement Yes. It should the government should have zero involvement in marriage. If
2: the alphabet people want to be miserable just like the rest of us, then I'm all
1: about it. (laughs) What Anthony said something one time, my God, I call him my baby daddy. (laughs) But um he, uh, which he's not, by the way, he's very gay just so that there's no rumors going around. Um, <laughs> I don't think goes, anybody's
2: going to get confused on that one.
1: Dude, you would, oh my God, you would not, you would be so surprised whenever Jimmy and I came out, I was like public about our relationship. There was a video I did with Anthony about like, what's a soulmate, you know? And we're like, oh my God, Brianna's cheating on Jimmy. I'm like, oh my God. Like,
2: just, and hate- then
1: I call, I call Anthony, my baby daddy. And it's just, it's a term of endearment for him. It really is. And, and I'm like, he's been with his husband for like 10 years. Like, yeah. my God. And they're just like, oh, Brianna obviously is having doubts about Jimmy. I'm like, oh, my God. So I have to preface it. I have to.
2: Uh, at, but, le- at least you're nice enough to. I've done got to the point where I don't anymore. And when people yeah. just want to say stuff like, oh, you're cheating. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I just oh, like if, sure. if you're that dumb or not, I shouldn't say dumb. Dumb's the wrong word if you're that naive to believe that just right off the bat of me saying something, go ahead. If you can't take a joke, then you're one of the snowflakes I probably don't like anyway.
1: Oh, I know. Like I can't even say, I can't post a damn thing without people being like, are you and Jimmy? Okay. Did, are you, um, I, you do realize that I have an identity outside of my relationship. Like I, I actually do, but like, Oh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So Anthony posted something about the LGBTQ ABCDEFG in one of his like yeah. um, something camp videos, which is hysterical. And I about a lot, he makes fun of his own community. Like,
2: uh, he said on this show last week or the week before we went to Texas, he was like, People think I'm a gay basher. And he's like, But I'm gay. How does that right. happen? Like, I know.
1: He gets so much hate from the, I'm not going to i want to i want to say the alphabet community but i i I already get so much crap
2: it's okay (laughs) trust me the the, the gays that listen to the show they love me they know they take jokes Yeah, that that's the thing i and i try my best uh because of that community i love Mm -hmm. them but i'm gonna treat them the same damn way i'm gonna treat you and if they don't like right you
1: can't sit here and 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 demand equality but still want to be treated different
2: if i can't make a gay joke but you can make a fat bearded southern uh honky joke no that's not how that's not how this works this is like i'm
1: gonna fire right back at you you better be prepared if you want to make jokes about me being straight and me being conservative i'm gonna fire right back at you
2: but also too i think one thing that is appealing to folks uh about me and you and and anthony other folks is if you are different than us we don't bash you like Uh -uh. we, we, we state our opinion one thing that drives me nuts is like when I watch people do like TikTok lives or Instagram lives, whatever, and you have these random trolls that come in that just start picking and just wanting mm-hmm. you to get a reaction or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, look, dude, if I didn't go on your page and just start throwing out insults and stuff mm-hmm. or trying to bring up negative things, then you shouldn't either. I think we're respectful yep. towards the, uh, the, the opposition is what I'm putting.
1: And that's what's crazy to me is I get so many people. I I know that there is a a large chunk of my followers that follow me because they do not like me. And my God, let them watch. Let them watch. You know? And I just... I've said so many times...
2: Do you know who Howard Stern is? I think... Howard, yes. Okay. I'll just say i just make sure. Howard Stern has a book and a movie called Private Parts. It's amazing.
1: Yes. I remember that billboard and my parents yeah. covering my eyes every yes. time we drove by that billboard. But
2: there's a quote in this movie that I will remember for, till the day I die, as long as I'm doing radio or this, whatever. Uh they ask uh the sponsors or whatever, they do like a survey of who I was listening to him. And it was the average Howard Stern uh, listener that likes him listens for an average on an hour and a half a day. When they asked them why, they said because I want to see what he's going to say next. The average Howard Stern hater listened for three hours a day. When they because they're
1: looking
2: when they when they asked him why when they asked them why is because the common response was I want to see what he's going to say next. And it's the same thing. Our haters they don't realize they're doing more by watching us and listening to us for longer than the people that actually like us do. They help us more than they hurt us.
1: Right, I'm just like, ask me how many people I follow on my TikTok that I don't like. The answer is a none. big old freaking zero, none. Everybody that I follow on my page, I either love or I'm just like, you know what? I'm I want to help them out because I follow a lot of conservatives on there that are smaller accounts. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna support them and da da da. But there's not a sit. I have not, not a once, left a hate comment. Mm-mm. Nothing because I do not care if you want to. Be a liberal and you want to, you know, have whatever mindset, go for it. We live in this incredible country that, I mean, I would die for so that you can be able to have a different opinion than me and not get stoned.
2: Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. The people are just too ignorant that are like, don't have the mindset that you have or I have to where they don't realize if you were in another country and you said the shit that you said, you're dead. Like you're done imprisoned
1: or if you lived in another country and you came out with there was like this one, this one guy who um, it was a viral video. He like he became like a raccoon or something like that. And it was like a, it's like a thing. It's like a weird thing that people have. I don't know. They, they dress up as raccoons. raccoons. They, yeah, they dress up as like animals and it's like a whole community. You're talking
2: about the furries?
1: Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes,
2: yes. God. Yes. I just want you to know, of all the people that has been on my show, this is like 67 episodes deep. And we have talked about some raunchy stuff and, and other episodes. You're the first person to say furries or, or bring up furries <laughs> on this show. And I'm completely blown away by that.
1: Like, everybody wants to sit. Like, that that whole community, like, whatever. You're into some, what I'm into, like, somebody might think's weird or or it's too concerned. Everybody's got their thing. Okay. Yeah. Like you do, you you do what makes you happy. I don't care, but you try being a furry and going over into the middle East or wherever you're dead. You right. are literally dead. So don't come at me and say that you're oppressed in this country. Don't, don't you come at me? Oh, oh, don't do well, that. Well, most of
2: the people that are saying they're oppressed, I mean, just to be real. And you know, like I do, Most of the people aren't people that are actually oppressed. No. They're not people that live in the inner cities or live in lower income communities. They're not that. They're privileged ass white kids that are overeducated in college. The only reason why a bunch of this shit even works now is because at some point in time in the past couple of years, it has became cool and trendy to go against the establishment Mm -hmm. that's actually the Mm -hmm. good part of the establishment.
1: Yep. And I'm sorry, I'm not for one damn second going to apologize for the color of my skin and how hard I have worked to get to where I am. You shouldn't. I'm not. I'm not going to. And, you know, it's crazy. I was talking to somebody the other day and I just said, if you look at it, the liberals have made it a, a way to take every person of color off of all of these name brands. And what is left on name brands? White people.
2: Well, they even say the Democratic Party is the party of the people, but you've got Joe Biden, who's the oldest, widest racist ever, and then you got Kamala, who has locked up more African American men for an, for a longer period of time. But they're the part the the party of the people, no, right? Like morons. I I
1: don't understand how Joe sniff your shoulders Biden has been able to make it this far.
2: Uh, I don't either. I, I don't, like I don't. i I. I, I I'm not ever going back down the rabbit hole because I got into the QAnon shit and it blew oh me away. Oh my God. I was, th-
1: did you watch the, um? what is it? Not. I, I know it's not QAnon. Well, it is part of QAnon, but it's the, uh, ooh, it's like YouTube series. It's I like 10 videos. Yeah.
2: Oh. Let me tell you, I went down that hole and I got by the end of it, I sat there, the whole, there's actually another documentary that led me to it. You need to watch it. It's called Out of the Shadows. Um, yes, it's very good. Uh, but that led me to the next one, to follow Cabal. By the time mm-hmm. that was over, I was convinced of so many things mm-hmm. and was ready to ride like I, I was locked and loaded. I was ready to like lay some folks down. And uh, but I tried to be reasonable and I tried to let stuff play out and play out mm-hmm. and play out. And then the more and more and more it went on, the more I realized that some of the stuff just couldn't happen. And even like on inauguration day where there's people like Trump's fixing to take over the Capitol and yeah. everything, and all this stuff or Trump's coming back. People, if you're listening and you believe in the Q nine stuff, this is the only reason why it doesn't work anymore. The only reason you need when Trump lost control of the military, none of it made mm-hmm. sense anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I do think that there are some valid points with the, you know, I mean with QAnon and, you know, there. I do think that majority, if not all, of politicians are corrupt, a thousand percent, and they are all protecting each other. Yeah. They're all put like the Bush administration's corrupt. Like, and I and I mean, and I loved Bush when he was in office, but now that I know some of the stuff that he's a part of, uh, uh-uh, uh, well, no, no, thank you. They're
2: career politicians. I mean, that's all. Yes,
1: and and like the thing is, the reason why all these politicians hate Trump is because he can't be bought. He cannot be bought. He has his his own money. He's not a politician. And, I mean, I watched the Falco Ball probably like three times just because like every time I felt like I missed something. And there is something to it. You know, there is something to it. All of these TV stations, all the news media, they're owned by four separate companies, which are owned by two families, Rothschilds and the Rockefellers.
2: Well, we got complacent in realizing that there is those groups that control the narrative of our country. They control, mm-hmm. they, you have to be smart enough to look outside the box. And yes. like, I have not watched the, I was thinking about this yesterday. I have not watched the news since uh, probably mid January. I did mm-hmm. I quit watching it. My life is so much better. And Oh my
1: God, it, it's incredible.
2: It takes away like me wanting to do like political stuff. But if there's like something big going on, I'll read about it and everything. Yeah. But I just realized like, you know, I'm going to treat Joe Biden and Kamala like an ex-girlfriend. I know they're there, but I'm not looking at their <laughs> shit on social media anymore. Like, I know that I need to stay away from that because I'm just yeah. going to get my feelings hurt if I go look and see something. Uh, it, it, it's just where, you know, if we start worrying about our communities and our neighbors and we start doing that route and we just yeah, kind of... Get back to the basics. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do at this point. Or otherwise, you're, you're screwed in the head.
1: Yep. And I mean, and I, I haven't watched, I mean, I used to love Fox news, but then I, then I watched the fall of Cabal and I was like, Oh my God, they are owned. They, I mean, and you know, like I like Tucker Carlson and I like that Jesse something, the guy that the, the dark headed guy, Jesse waters. I like him, but for the most part, man, they all work for the same company. They do. And I just, The only time I ever watch the news is if Trump's speaking. Honestly, that's really it. And you just you gotta just get your information from somewhere else. Like Newsmax is pretty decent. I know Anthony loves Newsmax.
2: Um, Look and see who they're owned by. Too, it's sad.
1: Oh no! Don't. Who is it?
2: It's it's the same group.
1: God, man, Lord Jesus, black. I'm
2: I'm done. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like. People think, and I and the only one I do watch is Newsmax. I will watch yeah. Newsmax just because it seems different, but also it's almost
1: like you have to find like the lesser of all the evils.
2: I, I have a rule of thumb when it comes to any article that I see uh, on the news mm-hmm. is I have to go to all the major networks and they have to be sharing the same story or mm. presenting the same point of view of the story for me to think that it's real. Otherwise, I'm going to go dive into and read articles and stuff. Newsmax. It's the same thing. I mean, they're owned by the same yeah. people. It's just everything that all these companies do, if you put it in perspective, is about making money. That's, that's, oh, a
1: thousand percent.
2: So what do you do when you know that you have alienated everybody else because of CNN, Fox News, and all this other stuff being the same? Well, you still mm-hmm. want to make money off conservatives. So what do you do? You, mm-hmm. you start Newsmax.
1: Yep. Oh, my God. Man, you just blew my whole mind. Lord Jesus, I well, can't. Well,
2: you it's just like a drug dealer. You, know, you got to give yeah. them a little taste. And then once you give them a little right. taste, they're hooked. Look, the only reason why a lot of that fall ball stuff even makes sense to me is because of money. There's, there's yep. people out there that always are going to want to be in that top percentage uh, of wealthiest people. And you have to know how to play both sides. When I first started yeah. all this stuff a couple of years ago before I was working in radio, I had a guy. First of all, side note
1: Does your shirt say bacon?
2: It says Macon Bacon. It's, okay. It's the minor league baseball team in Macon.
1: Okay. But just, yeah, I, it's it, it's a, it's a, I just had to, I've been wondering this whole time. I'm like, what does his shirt say?
2: It's okay. Fat guys wearing shirts that look like bacon, it's, it's just, it's cool. Uh, it's all great. But uh, I mean, the only reason why a bunch of that stuff worked was because of money. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. You you made me lost my train of thought because I started thinking about bacon.
1: Sorry.
2: It's cool. Damn, what was it?
1: Uh, people talk like uh. Oh my God! See now you got my so my mind going talking about bacon.
2: That's what Money happened.
1: and and the news media and.
2: Well, whatever it was, all of it is the they're all ran by the same thing, and you have to mm-hmm. have some. But also too, you do you know what would happen? This is where I get a lot of conservatives pissed at me. You've seen how stupid some people have acted after Trump lost or Biden lost, whatever it was, right? Even Mm -hmm. conservatives started acting stupid. Yep. If you don't control the narrative in this country, you do have anarchy. I do believe that there was a time and period that the news was done the right way, but then eventually, and it's probably through CIA, this is more uh, like, conspiracy theory stuff. But when you start realizing our media can control the whole, like, attitude of the country, mm-hmm. that's when they started playing with it too much. It got out of control. Yep. And now they're just like, oh, we're just going to say that Joe Biden won and not have any proof to back it up. Because you know what? They're so right. damn stupid, they'll believe it. Yep. And, and most people are. like most. most- oh, my
1: God. Like it, I cannot tell you how it drove me. First of all, we all need to go back to social studies. Like, everybody is yes. God, it drove me up the. I mean, and I'll be honest, like I did hold on to a lot of the the conspiracy theories of like, well, you know, Trump is actually Trump has actually won, or you know, just because I I know how much that man loved his country, yeah, and he still He's still very active in it. You know, I wanted him to be president for a second term. You know, I really did. So I mean, I did hold on to a lot of those theories that he was still going to come back into office, but it drove me up the wall when people you know the night of the election like oh biden won I'm like you do get that the media cannot call an election you do understand that right and they're just like well you didn't have that energy whenever trump i said first of all trump did not concede hillary conceded that is the difference
2: yeah they had no idea that trump was going to get the amount of votes that he was going to get when hillary ran there yep. they would have tried to pull some bullshit like that then but they were unprepared this time yep. they were prepared with mm. coronavirus, with yep. everything they were. They knew what was gonna mm-hmm. happen, and people. You know, I'm not saying that a lot of folks are just laying down and taking it, but also I've said it time and time again. I wanted Trump to keep fighting, but if he would have kept fighting, it leads to what I think is a civil war, and nobody wants war. Yep. I mean, I mean, and I'm
1: so I'm so. I, this is what I love about TikTok. I have made friends with people. I wanted this one guy who is good friends with Don jr. Yeah. And he like him and I were just texting like throughout the entire election, even like, you know, a month afterwards, whenever it did need to go to the electoral college and then they had to make the vote, um, which a lot of people don't realize that even if a state is called quote unquote blue, it could still be overturned. The electoral college could go in and be like, Nope, you know what? We disagree with this. It's going to be a red state. That's what a lot of people don't understand about how this voting works. But anyways, um, and so him and I were talking and he was just like, Trump's just exhausted. He's so tired and he fought down to the wire so that he could, you know, make this a fair election, which I don't care who you are. This was not a fair election. Not you. God, you got to be blind or something, but there's no way that that Biden just got 140,000 votes overnight and they were all for him.
2: No, there's no way. Well, people that want to make the argument that it happened that way, it's mathematically impossible.
1: Impossible. It's
2: impossible. All right. So one thing when all this was going on, I kept using the example, but if you look at Georgia where we're from, all right, Mm -hmm. 80% of Georgia, as far as land went, voted for Trump. 20% Mm -hmm. voted for Biden, but Biden still won the state. There's more people in Atlanta and Savannah, Macon and everything everywhere else. Well, even if you go by that split in our state, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a, if you have, I can't remember how many counties we got. We'll just say a hundred for the hell up because it makes the math easier. Mm -hmm. If you have a hundred counties and, and 75 of them vote Biden, 25 vote Trump. Okay. And that wasn't the case here. But in the, what you're talking about with 140,000 votes overnight, mm-hmm. it does not go along with the trend of the rest of the state. Biden mm-hmm. would have, with those votes, if you go by the trend of the rest of the state, he would have got like 110,000 votes, and Trump would have got 40,000 40, mm-hmm. votes if you go by the trend of the rest of the state, which is how it goes. I mean, it goes that every every state. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen that way. Biden got 99% of the vote or whatever it was, even though the rest of the state was voting at 25% or whatever it yeah. was for Trump. The math just doesn't it's mathematically Mm-mm. impossible.
1: There's just way too many questionable things that happened that that just make you think there's no there's no way that Biden won. And like you and I talked about yesterday when I said, you know, you're telling me that this man who can't even form a sentence got more popular votes than Obama did.
2: It's not and I do
1: not like Obama. I have never supported him and I never will. I think that he is corrupt as the rest of them, but that man, you cannot deny he spoke so eloquently. He could, he could convince me, He not me. Cause I'm not, you know, an idiot, but he could have convinced anybody of anything
2: yeah, when so you, you're
1: telling me that Biden got more popular votes than any president in history? In history.
2: Yeah, that's where it gets really sketchy to me. Uh, I, I've been since I said the hell with it, that I wasn't worrying about it anymore, that I'm just going to live my life and take care of my family. Yep. But yep. I'm just tired of this arguing about it with folks. But yep. there's no way Obama was the greatest speaker we've had probably since Reagan. Brock, yep. Yeah. And I, I could listen to the dude all day. I don't want to hear him talk about politics, but i watch. watched, no. I've watched several documentaries. There's one where he's talking about, uh, Michael Jordan and just the mm-hmm. way he speaks. It's like, all right, oh, Brock, yeah. all right, Brock, I got you, bro. All right. You, yep. you do your thing. I
1: will not, I will not disagree with him on that. Like I will say he is a great speaker. He is very well put together and, um, He just, But I just don't understand how people believe that Joe Biden can get more popular votes. I mean, there's
2: there's not. I mean, there's no way. I mean, sleepy, creepy Joe cannot pull off. Even with, like, somebody made the case to me the other day. They were like, look, you got to remember, though, that they're not just voting voting for Biden. They're voting for Harris, too. And I was like, look, African-American community is not as stupid as you think they are. They know what she is. They know what she's doing. They're- and she's using
1: her color, the color, yes. the pigment of her skin. Yeah. She is using that. But, because when she was sworn in, she was sworn in as an Indian American. Yeah. But now that she's voted that she's running for for VP, she's an African American.
2: Yeah, it's they, they knew how to play their cards. I'll give them that. I'll oh, yeah. give I'll do I'll give the stupid ass Democrats that they knew exactly how to play their cards to get to where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. But the, yep. the same reason why Washington is still on lockdown and there's gates up everywhere and everything. Mm-hmm. One thing they did not take into consideration was eventually they were going to go too far and they were going to piss the people off. Uh, I don't like the fact that there was the, the house was broken into January. Uh, in, no. I don't think I don't condone that. But whatsoever. I got,
1: I got feelings. I got feelings on that, Joshua. I really did. Uh, was I staged. think
2: that it was staged. You're
1: oh a thousand percent it was staged because you're. T- oh my God how how does that get broken into? When you've got military, you've got you've got secret service. How did they get into Pelosi's office so easy?
2: Uh, I don't know if you know this, but go look up a map of the house and where the chambers are and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Pelosi's office is fucking hidden. Like yes. Pelosi's offices. and even if it wasn't hidden, you're telling me that a bunch of dumbasses right. can find it, and then they have time to sit there and put their feet up on the desk and take a picture mm-hmm. and chill. No, that was, and once again, you can go back to math and it being mathematically impossible. You had 250 mm-hmm. something thousand people there. 40 people broke into there. Uh, of course, you're always going to have a few bad apples in whatever, whatever basket. Mm-hmm. But when you have real conservatives and real people mm-hmm. that love this country, patriots that are outside. They're not
1: going to go and destroy something. They're not. You and, don't destroy your home.
2: And they're hollering at police officers and like, why aren't you start, stopping these guys? Like
1: Because they're paid.
2: Yeah, those guys, that, that was, but, conspiracy theory time, when you're trying to pass more gun laws to take the guns out of our hands,
1: yep.
2: why, what better case to say, Oh, look, you know, they broke broke into the House. They were were armed. We have to take guns away from these people. That was so set up and poorly Mm -hmm. done.
1: There's videos of people being bussed in by Antifa. There's videos of it. And what better way than to make conservatives look like they're off their rocker and they're crazy and that we don't need to be, you know, to have in the House and all that. What better way than to have us staged and that we stormed the Capitol and that we did all that stuff. And I'm sorry, where was this, where was this energy whenever um, all these cities were being burned down?
2: Yeah, there wasn't. That's why, do you know, uh, do you know who Alex Jones is Mm -mm. crazy ass Alex Jones? He's huge. He's been fired off of Fox, a couple different (laughs) things. He had his own network for a little while. Anyway, he's, he sounds insane when you hear him talk until you start looking up shit. Dude knows mm-hmm. the shit. Uh, anyway, he put out a, a documentary or whatever, talked about it on a show um, a while ago. But he was part of a group that was kind of undercover uh, back mm-hmm. in the 90s, and he was on one of those buses that were being bussed in to somewhere, and it is by these paid liberals. Are liberals paying them George mm-hmm. Soros and all those assholes to, to where they're literally – putting people that look just like anybody else into a group to cause a riot because they think it's a wildfire effect. I think that's what happened on January the 6th. I think that people put in place, but they didn't take into account that all those Patriots and everybody that was out on the steps, they were like, no, we know just how to show force without overdoing it. And nobody really overdid it.
1: Yep. And I have two friends that were in DC when that happened um, they were actually at aunt's, um, uh, election party when we were all up in Chicago for, for the election. And, um, they were up there and I FaceTimed both of them during all of that. And they were, I was like, is it really as bad as there? they're like, no, they're like, yeah, there was like a couple moments where I was like, okay, like, let's back off. And they were just like, but for the most part, no, they, and the media wanted to act like it lasted all day long. They were just like, they stormed the Capitol, maybe 20 minutes. Maybe a total of 20 minutes, and then they got them out. That was
2: it. Well, it's controlling the narrative. I mean, it's right back to yes. it. What better way? Candace Owens, who I am in love with. Oh my I God. Oh boy. Yeah, I yeah. love her. That's my, I swear, that'd be baby mama in a heartbeat if That's I could it. make it happen. You'd be
1: my baby mama. Are you kidding me?
2: Shit. But she talks about something. And it, it made me, like, snowball one day with this. But she talks about how the Democrats back in the 80s started taking the fathers out of the um, out of the inner city homes because yep. then the families had to depend on welfare uh, oh, yeah. or government assistance. And by doing that, the government became daddy. Well, now the reason why you had this big influx of, of millennials, even though me and you both are considered millennials, and I hate that, mm-hmm. Uh, i hate it i hate i hate it so damn much but now you have this big influx of people that are dependent on the government and that's why you have all these assholes now that are liberal that are voting democrat and liberal without thinking is because if you take away it's like with our parents whatever mm-hmm. our parents did more than likely this going to resonate with us and we're going to want to always support there and be there well when the government becomes daddy because your daddy mm-hmm. wasn't in the household well, you want to mm. keep that government assistance, so you always yeah. vote Democrat. The Democrats, in a very slick ass way, oh yeah, made it to where they have a whole generation of people that are voting for them that are that are in another, you know, term they're brainwashed.
1: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And the thing is, is like I, I mean, I've been on unemployment before. Heck, like I lost my job back in January, and I'm still waiting on unemployment to come through. Yeah, still. And, um, I mean, but when you, I do think that unemployment and like, you know, relying on the government to assist you when you do need the help, it's there for a reason. Yeah. But I will never make unemployment my main source of income.
2: Well, ever. see, I, I am so against like in your case and people who are, uh, people who have lost their jobs unfairly, by the way, you shouldn't have been fired. Uh, right. Uh, neither should have I. But <laughs> people like you who had just a, a case of misfortune that's not going to live off of, you know, unemployment the rest of your life that just needs it to get by or whatever. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. People who are handicapped, have disabilities that are unable to mm-hmm. work, government should help them out 100% damn percent But – lazy pieces of shit that just have kids to stay on government assistance so they don't Mm -hmm. have to work and then they go to job interviews and they're dressed in pajamas just so they can Mm -hmm. fill out oh i went and applied for this job nobody's gonna hire you like that right i think that we need to take our community uh service and if you're on government assistance you should have to do community service I think, and I
1: think that they there needs to be drug tests Oh, absolutely! before you get unemployment. I mean, I will gladly go and pee in a cup. I, I mean, however long they want me to, I don't care. There needs to be some type of reform because if you sit there and you rely on the government to be your daddy, then they will. I mean, Democrats are always going to win. Yeah. Always. I mean, because nobody wants to, especially in today's society. Oh, my God. I don't know how we went from my grandfather lying about his age To go serve his country at 17 years old and shoot down the kamikazes to some he, she, her, it, they, them getting pissed off because we didn't correctly say their pronoun.
2: You you want to know where it came from? Please tell me. Participation trophies. No child left behind and telling everybody that they are spiritually we are all equal. Nobody is better than the other one. But a cold, hard truth that people need to learn, and the quicker they learn it in life, the better.
1: Mm-hmm. It,
2: I'm not ever going to be a brain surgeon. Don't tell me I can do anything. Yeah. You're supposed to have limitations. Okay? Yeah. there, There's people that are working their ass off, changing tires, changing oil right now. That is a service that is needed. Okay, yeah. you've got too many people now that are saying they're growing up as kids, or their parents are telling them, "Oh, baby, you can be anything. You can be anything. You put your mind." No, little Jimmy can't get a seventy on his fucking test. He don't need to be a rocket scientist or thinking he's going to be a yeah. rocket scientist. Yeah. We we all are equal in the eyes of God, but when it comes to the yeah. economy, we are not all equal, and we should not ever yeah. have that mindset. And now there's so many people and social media has made it 10 times worse, instant gratification that we think oh my god. We think that now we are supposed to get validated for everything that we do. Our grandparents probably did great things nobody will ever know about it, but if a nope. kid but if one dumbass kid goes out right now and buys a sandwich at McDonald's and takes it to a homeless person, he's going to blast it all over. It. Yeah, They're going to video it. it's pointless. It's yeah. pointless. So that, that that's where the, the ideals and the culture are different. And it's only going to get worse. Uh, you, you have a son, right?
1: I do. Like, mm-hmm. I,
2: I have a little girl. And uh, I'm teaching my daughter to be a Viking fucking queen. Yeah. Little baby conservative or whatever you want to call her. She's nine years old, mm-hmm. knows how to lock and load our guns. I mean, she... Mm-hmm. But... but I don't want her to be soft. The generation that now right. is soft and there's their brains are like mush. Whatever the yep. media tells them, whatever they see on TikTok, that is why I love having you TikTokers on here and other folks that actually are putting out a positive message because there's so mm-hmm. much negative bullshit on yep. there that is nothing but hurting our children.
1: Yep, I mean like Landon, um, that's my son's name. He will whenever he gets in trouble, he'll sit there and he'll say, "I'm the worst kid." I'm like. What we're not going to do is be a victim. I said, you're not the worst kid. You made a bad decision. That doesn't make you a bad person. I said, but we, we're not playing victim. We're not doing that. Because I refuse to have a kid grow up and sit there and live off of me. I'm not doing that. He's not going to be a victim. He's not going to be a part of this society that just allows their kids to sit at home and do nothing. He will have a job. He a thousand percent will have a job. If he wants to live in my home, living in my home is a privilege. It is not a right because when you're 16, you can go live somewhere else.
2: Yeah. See, that's the mindset we're, we're going to have to have. I mean, as Mm. as all parents now, I don't know who started all this, you know, participation trophies and all this other bullshit, but whoever you was, all you did was make soft kids and it is our responsibility now I mean, we're both in our early thirties, you know. Mm-hmm. We're the, you know, we have to be the influencing factor, not the TV and not social media yeah. over our kids. Now, of course, both of us make a living off social media. You know, mm-hmm. we we want social media to be fine, and we want people mm-hmm. to have their perspective as long as they allow us to have our perspective. Mm-hmm. But we have to mold our children to where, I I guess what I'm trying to say is that they don't need social media the way that we do. Like is yep. that, does that make sense? I would rather yeah. it revert back to our grandparents. I would
1: rather I the really. Network. I I really hope it does at some point because I mean, like as much as I love being able to make social media my career, and I mean, because I told Jimmy the other night, I just said I know that TikTok's not going to be around for pr- maybe five more years. It, it'll be relevant. But I tell you what, I'm gonna ride this freaking train till it till the wheels fall off.
2: Hey, it's like I told you and the rest of these people I'm working with now. One thing that has been around since I don't know when it started, probably 1920s, is radio. And yep. radio has evolved. I'm yep. finding folks like y'all because I'm building something here. And mm-hmm. like you're right, it's gonna run out. You have to be ready mm-hmm. for the next stage. You have to be yep. moving on towards the next thing. I think mm-hmm. that I got put in the situation when I got put in the situation because of the way that podcasts and everything are exploding. The fact that my ass had a top one hundred podcast in the world, and I my mm-hmm. face is right here next to Michelle Obama. That's right, love insa- that. Her. Oh yeah, uh, she. I made her look way better. Um <laughs> but, but no, I mean, you.
1: Do you it, wait? Do you do you mean? Do you mean Michael Obama? Is that is that who you meant? Do you
2: believe it's a man?
1: Hell yeah, I do. I don't
2: believe it's a so bad.
1: Oh my God, it is. It is not. Look up pictures. Google Michelle Obama pregnant. Try and find pictures.
2: I never thought of that.
1: Try and find pictures of her.
2: But maybe she just didn't pose. Maybe she didn't feel comfortable when she was pregnant. Oh
1: my God. But there, oh, there's not a single damn pregnant woman out there that does not have at least one picture of her. And she was in the... Because her husband's always been in politics. So you're telling me there's not been a single photo op of her being pregnant.
2: I've seen a lot of the stuff on her being a guy, and it's just one of the things. It's if it is, I mean, I kind of don't know what the big deal would be if it was.
1: It's not, but that's the thing. Like people are like, "Oh, well, you're just saying that because you're you're transphobic or you're this." I'm not any kind. of, The only Look, kind of phobic I am is is
2: dumb. I don't know. don't you know
1: find my keys.
2: Yeah, I'm dumbass. I, ph- I don't like ignorance. That's my thing. No. I, I don't care what you are as long as you're not ignorant. And when it comes to the, the Transformers or whatever, I didn't realize how big of a fan I was until I got TikTok. And right. it's not like I'm not taking y'all out on a date or anything, but we could chill and y'all can do makeup in front of me all day and I will giggle my fat ass off because right. they tickle the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love watching their transformation videos. Yeah. It's, it's like half of my damn, uh, my four year. And I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how it's, I it, it makes me laugh, <laughs> but, uh,
1: yes, I don't know how. but like, I don't care if Michelle is a, a guy or, or I don't care. My, my problem is, is that they're trying to hide it. Like I like be out, like be you. Like, I don't care if I, you're a guy, if you're a toaster, if you're a ru- I don't care.
2: I think it makes a whole lot of sense that him being the first quote unquote black president, I don't think, which by
1: the way, he's just as much white as he is black. Yeah. Anyways, continue. go ahead.
2: I don't think it would have worked, him being the first black engaged. No, it person. wouldn't have. If it is that case with her, it would have never, he would have never got elected.
1: No, I don't, I don't think that America was in a place. Now, I think that for sure, we, you know, America would have been okay with it or whatever. But I don't think that America was in a place back in 2008 to, have accepted that, you know, but I'm telling you, Josh, is this, Google, is, Google, Michelle gonna Obama pregnant. Up. I'm
2: going to look it up as soon as we go off this. Uh, but also too, so people don't think I'm one-sided here. Uh, I don't know if you've ever looked up the stuff on Sarah Palin. Uh, mm Go watch.
1: But I'm not the big. I'm not the biggest fan of her. No, I'm no, really no, no. Not.
2: I, I'm not at all. Or now. McCain.
1: I do not Man, like I McCain. He, like, is I, a tra- he is a true He was. He. I mean, I love that he fought for our country, but he is a traitor. Look. thousand percent.
2: I had to go back, and this is like, one of the things I did like about the fall of Cabal was where mm-hmm. it tells you to do your own research. Like, they give yes. you a little bit, go dive into it deeper. When I yep. found out that McCain's is the only flag that has ever been wrinkled on yep. a basket. Yeah. That was sketchy. That, that because that's not, I'm a, sorry.
1: That, whenever there's like former president, like you look at Reagan, his, his flag was crisp. All of them like are. Crisp. All of the, you know, ex presidents or ex military or whatever, ex congressman, if they served in the military or if they're, you know, whatever, all their flags, not a single wrinkle, but, Whenever McCain's flag, if you looked at it, it was wrinkled, and that that means that he was a traitor.
2: Yeah, there's there's no sense in that. There, it's not like somebody made a mistake at the last time mm-hmm. at the last minute. That was mm-hmm. not anything that was over. That's, yeah.
1: And again, I have the utmost respect for military personnel oh, yeah. because I mean, I mean, if it came down to it, yeah, hell yeah, I would be in there. I would go for it. But if I don't have to, I'm not putting myself in that position. I'm not. I'm just not built for it. I'm not. So, I mean, I have the utmost respect for military. I always have, and I always will, no matter what branch. But you're telling me that his flag was just wrinkled by by chance?
2: that that's one of the ones that that got me. But then there's a movie, uh, and I thought the movie was bullshit, so I had to go look it up. There's a movie about Sarah Palin that came out on uh, HBO. I mean uh-huh. it, it documents that whole run to where she's picked to be vice president and everything and all this stuff. Go watch it.
1: But real quick, a subtle flex. Subtle flex real quick. Okay. Sarah Palin's daughter's ex husband, Dakota Meyer. Yeah. He follows me on Instagram. Oh,
2: that's cool. Continue. That's Continue. Cool. That's cool. Uh he is
1: badass, man.
2: He's the one that's in the military, right? He's former military, yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. Um, but no, like Sarah Palin was a moron, and I. And I need
1: to know more things. I don't know anything about this. I mean, okay. I don't know a she, single damn thing.
2: She did not know any of the policies. It was, it was literally Kamala Harris before Kamala Harris. They picked her oh. because they did. They knew that they didn't have a chance against Obama, so they mm. wanted to pick a woman to get the woman's vote. But if you go back and you listen to her interviews and things that she said. Sarah Palin was just about as smart as a three-year-old. Uh, <laughs> and the whole time that we're being fed stuff about how patriotic and she was, and all these other things. Like she was, she is a patriot, mm-hmm. but she got elected on her good looks, and that was it. That
1: she does have flawless skin. I right, will say that beautiful. woman's got whoever her dermatologist is. I need that number because my god, she looks. Stellar. But I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about this. Oh yeah. Go if you
2: go watch uh, I can't remember the documentary now. I'll text it to you whenever we get off here. But there's yeah. there's a documentary not a documentary, it's a movie. And I thought the movie was probably just bullshit. I thought it was just playing uh-huh. it up because I right, I don't I would have been that's two thousand eight and seven, so I'm like in my shit, I'm like twenty one. Um so I didn't really pay that much of, to attention to politics back then. So I didn't really mm. remember watching the interviews or anything like that. You go watch her interviews. They're mm. horrible. Mm. Man, you I mean, and
1: I voted like I think no, the first I think the first election that we could have voted in was what Romney? Uh
2: you can vote when it. you're you can vote when you're eighteen. So we I graduated in six year 8
1: I was I graduated in 06 because I graduated high school year early.
2: Oh, of course you did smart person. I did not. <laughs> uh, so no, we would, there would have been an election. No, our first one we could have voted for for president would have been, uh, I oh, do no, It wouldn't have been Gore.
1: Mm-mm, no, it was not Bush and Gore. Uh, it was the one after.
2: That. It was one after. So it would have been uh, Obama. It would have been Obama and McCain. Right. Oh, that's
1: right. And then, and okay. Yeah, that's right. It was McCain, Obama. And then it was Romney, Obama.
2: Yeah. Cause Romney didn't stand a chance in hell either.
1: Oh my God. That man is so, he's corrupt. I cannot stand him. I forget him.
2: That, um, that Mormon even ran for president. I know! Heard,
1: I, 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 I forgot. Forget
2: yeah, no I shit. mean, like,
1: in all honesty, like, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about politics back then. Like I voted for McCain solely because he was, you know, registered Republican. That was it. And I didn't really start getting into politics. Like I've always kind of known about politics and all that stuff. And I was raised conservative, but you know, and I've always defended the second, and I always will. But you know, I didn't really get into politics until Trump started running, well, and my- I was just like, I was just like, if this country is so bad, because I remember seeing an interview with him, and he was just Oprah asked him, which now she hates him, which is funny. Um, Oprah was like, "Would you ever consider running for president?" He goes, "Only if it ever got so bad." And that resonated with me, and I was like, "Why is Why is he running? Is the country that bad?"
2: Yeah, is
1: that. That a millionaire needs to run for president.
2: A very sad statement to be made that is, just, it sucks that it's true. So everybody thinks mm-hmm. that America is the greatest country when it comes to all these things. We're the greatest country mm-hmm. because we got freedom. But yep. besides that, we're like last in health, last we're in education. Yeah. Uh, I mean that the, like, the only
1: thing we've got is that document that was signed in seventeen seventy six. That's it. That's all we got right now.
2: And if we don't uh act right and we remind politicians daily that they work for us and we don't work for Yeah, them, we
1: the people, then, not we the government.
2: Absolutely. Well, Miss Brian, I think I'm gonna end it there because you uh I think I mean you could keep talking for days, so Oh my God we're, we're, all day. We're about to set another one of these up. But um I, I appreciate you coming on and uh would love sure. for uh you know, anything I could ever help you do, just share the podcast today. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and put it up in just a few minutes. Okay. Um, and folks, if you're listening and it's Friday, uh, March the 12th, come out to Crazy Bull and making Georgia Night for Creed Fisher. If you love America, if you love Jesus, if you love outlaw country, it's the perfect night for you. Um, and uh, Miss Brianna, one more time, drop your social media stuff, please.
1: Yeah, my TikTok is it's Brianna M, M and in Mason.
2: She's a badass, y'all. She's got my seal of approval. Uh, Y'all go watch her stuff, listen to her. If you're a young lady or you're a young man, this woman has got her head screwed on tight. And uh, listen to her. It's one of the few folks that are on social media that's not completely full of shit, has a positive message. And uh, she's cool. She's a badass. She's what advertised. And uh, Miss Brianna, one more time, thank you for coming. And thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. I'll catch y'all next time.